the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning, good morning. This is the Patriot Trading News Hour from Colorado. we got uh, Joe is in studio with us here in Colorado making another visit to uh, the Rocky Mountain area. Joe, that's, uh, it's another day. It's, uh, it's a Tuesday. Yeah, it, it is Tuesday. And, uh, well, you know, yesterday well, it was exciting. Uh, you know, I guess that's the word you could use. About halfway through the show, the uh, five transformers blew out in the alley. In the alleyway here at the KHNC studios, and the whole block goes without power. The blocks without yep. power, and uh, you know it's radio. They could, they didn't need to know that. They didn't, they didn't need to know, need to know that. that. The whole block's out of power, <laughs> and uh, we have battery backup. Which, but when you got when we lost power. Then my connection uh, was gone uh, from my studios in, in Arizona to the studios up here. Uh, you guys kept doing the show as long as the, until the battery backups gave out. Correct. Uh, then eventually, a few, you know, y'all give credit to uh, the, the guys out there uh, getting getting the power back on. They 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 originally said, hey, the power's not going to be on until like 12, 12.45, 1 o'clock. Jason's out there in the alley. He's not, he's telling me, he's like, man, I'm, yeah, I, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, they actually got it up uh, fairly quickly. I think one of the guys figured out exactly what to do, and, and then that made it fast. I, uh, the, the initial guys there were looking at it and like, oh, this they had never they seen had to call like the it. boss. They, they had never to call seen, the yeah, boss. Yeah, yeah, so. They didn't see anything like it in their, in their experience. So, so I get up here. And, uh, you know, we're getting ready for the show, and, and I've got an office up here, and i got my, my laptop, and I'm saving all my stuff, and uh, it's time to go on. So I, I, I come in, i got my laptop, we, we get all plugged in, and i got a blank screen. And I'm like, what the heck? Why, why do I have a blank screen? Is the, do these power cords work? You know, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go back to the office, plug it in there. Yeah, I don't. It's dead. It, it just oh, no. gave up. Things going weird the last few weeks around uh, KHNC Studios. <laughs> it seems like there's uh, definitely uh, so, some some energy going against us in some ways. Well, we got painters here, right? Painting, yep. uh, p- painting inside here. So we we got a lot going on. We got a lot going on. A lot going on out in the world. And man, I, I will tell you the the amount. Of people warning, and it goes on and on and on. You know, uh, England had to intervene again uh, in their bond markets. The Japanese yen almost at one forty six. They're trying, you know, their best not to to freak out here. But uh, Bank of America saying warning. Listen, there's a a Bear Stern slash Lehman moment. It's coming. Uh, who who was it? Uh, uh, Tudor Jones says, listen, we're already in a recession. Again, all these guys, you know, it says they don't want to admit recession because, again, their definition now of recession, they've changed it. Uh, not only has it there has to be two quarters of negative growth, which we already have, but now it's got to be job losses too. So uh, everybody now is forecasting 
Okay, the job loss are getting ready to come. And I keep telling everybody, this is we won't know how bad it is until that starts happening. Uh, J.P. Morgan says, okay, another 20% down in equities. And this 20% down is going to be a lot more painful uh, than the next 20%. And they're saying within the next six months, uh, we're going to start seeing job loss. And it's just a matter of... Where is it? Where is where is it going to come from? And usually, we always have a good idea. Okay, this is the place to look, right? Look here, right? Like when we had the last crisis, it all started with housing, yep. right? We knew where to look, and then the the closer we looked, the worse it got, right? Remember, jingle mail, and people were like, okay, I can either pay my mortgage or pay all my other bills. And they elected for, I'm going to pay all my other bills, which really made sense because, well, the house that I bought has lost, you know, half of its value. So here you go. Here's the keys back type stuff. Now, this time around, we don't know where to look. It's everywhere. U.S. corporate bond markets, shh, shh. I'm telling you, shh. You're not going to hear this, shh. But there's problems. And, of course, that makes complete sense how many zombie companies do we really have out there uh now no longer going to be able to refinance debt right uh we we talk we know about the 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 chinese uh yet we know now about the gilts right the 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 british treasury markets the uk treasury markets was really their currency markets in general we're talking about italy and spain again right china's doing the same thing with their they've got a housing problem we've got you know people now are actually talking about we may not have liquidity in our debt markets uh, there's an article today i don't have it now because my computer doesn't <laughs> want to work for me u.s pension funds which got a huge Huge boost with all the COVID money, all hidden in the details, right? They bailed out all of these states' pension funds. They're saying that the vast majority of pension funds in the United States are down 20 to 30% and getting worse. And now they're saying, hey, uh, they're the ones that may end up uh, holding the bag, kind of like in the U.K., because they buy a lot of treasuries. And I don't know why they say a Lehman moment. Why don't they say a Lehman moment times three or something? Because how is it going to be a Lehman moment? Doesn't it seem like it's going to be something far greater than that. Well, we know as they blow bubbles bigger, right? What happens? Those moments get big, bigger, right? So, so how can, be, it, how can it be a Lehman moment? Is how I say it. It's got to be much worse than that. Right. Hey, here's the good news. Yet, Jim Cramer hasn't yelled out that they know nothing. And nobody said Wall Street's not going to open on Monday yet. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Welcome back. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour on this Tuesday uh, as we as we continue to watch. And everybody, like I said, everybody's out there warning about uh, the Federal Reserve and raising rates. Obviously, Thursday is going to be a big day, right? Th- Thursday, yep. we, we, we get the CPI number on Thursday. How hot is it going to be? And, and here's the, the ridiculousness of it. Whether it's eight and a half, nine, eight, right? 
7.8 or 8.3 or whatever it is. It's way above this quote-unquote 2%. And obviously, as all of us know, so understated to begin with, right? But So uh, a fake 2%, a fake 8%, it's all fake. But depending on how hot that number is, will we'll really set this market up for the next side down. I think everybody out there thought, fingers crossed, they were probably saying some prayers. These people that probably don't even believe in God were, were praying for his help, saying, you know what, I think we could survive 3%. you, you got to remember, you got to go back. Back when they were denying inflation. Of course, now it's so funny. All these idiots they parade out here. Jamie Dimon, uh, uh, who is it? Stiegel, Jeremy Stiegel, and all these other, all these other guys. Uh, Muhammad El Arian. Where were you guys screaming from the top of your lungs when Jay Powell and Janet Yellen were saying everything's transitory? Jim Cramer, I mean, he's just up. Up their butt. I mean, he's just a, a, a byproduct of bowel movements of, of the central bank. And, and where were they saying, hey, you're making a mistake. You should be raising rates right now because that's all they say now. Right? That's all they say. Yeah. Oh, well, the Fed was late. They should have been raising it way earlier and now they're catching up. But, but back then when they first started raising rates, they were saying, well, we, after 3%, Things start breaking. And you know what's so funny is I remember Jeff Gunlatch, a guy that I tell you, you need to pay attention when he talks. He was the guy saying it, which led me to say it. Right? I'm not some genius. I just know who to listen to. And he was saying, hey, at 3%, things start breaking. And look at where we're at. It's interesting because the uh, if you back up to the 08 housing crash, and uh, Joe and I have talked about uh, through that FOIA request how they printed 29 trillion and gave it to countries and gave it to banks, not five trillion. And uh, I've been watching reports, guys saying, well, you know, when you try to cause inflation, which is I think what they were trying to do, they were trying to cause inflation. They were going to have a deflationary crash that was so bad that they bailed out the banks. So what they did is they printed 29 trillion and they couldn't get two percent. Remember all the Obama years? They just couldn't get their 2% inflation. And, and a couple of guys I've listened to say, well, every time you try to cause inflation, you either fall short or you go too high. So when 2019 saw things breaking, Joe, here comes coronavirus. They print up tons of money. And now look where we're at, 8% on their numbers. It looks like they've shot too high. I think we get a huge rise on the rates if this number is above 8.5, especially if it's above 9. Well, here's the problem. We're at 3. Well, between 3 and 3. Actually, we're closer to 3 and a quarter. The Fed rate, The Fed rate. Uh, Just so because they created it. They didn't want to admit zero. So it was zero, between zero and .25. And for a lot, for most of that time, it really was sitting at about a tenth of a percent. Uh, but but right now we're between three and three and a quarter and and, and mo- almost to three and a quarter right now and obviously things are breaking right and by all accounts 
unless something happens Thursday that I'm not expecting, the the number's going to stay above eight. Yep. And we're going to get another three-quarter of a percent rate hike, which, okay, that puts us to pretty much 4%. And, and here's the problem why all these guys are freaking out now. Right. Because they're like, okay, wait, things are, they're, they're, don't, they're breaking. Wait, like, we gotta keep going. So, so the more they go, the worse it gets. And so now, even now, here's something really, really interesting happened last night. The European Union, who they're worse off than we are. Right? Because, well, the, the difference is, is they were reliant on Russian energy. No reserve currency status right? either. And, and they don't have reserve currency, and their economies aren't that big. You know, uh, they're, they're, they're $3 trillion and below economies. You know, like, like, like France and, and Germany and England, they're, they're not that big. So when they talk about going out, they talk about spending hundreds of billions of dollars. Right, and, and our country, like hundreds of billions, that, that's, no, it starts with a T and here when we talk about spending money. But because their economies aren't that big, that's huge. That's a big problem. Well, now they're out there and they're upset because they're saying, hey, we have no choice now. We have to raise rates. Because the U.S. is raising rates, and if we don't raise rates, our currency disintegrates, which makes the inflation even worse. But we're already in the quote-unquote recession that we keep saying we're not in. Yep. Well, and it all just all, to me, Joe, it all goes right back to inflation. The Fed has to control inflation. They shot too high this time. Do they do it on purpose? Is, is my debate. But uh, the, the inflation's there, so they have to raise rates. And unfortunately, that causes all the smaller players, like you said, they have to raise rates. They have to. They have to now. The, the inflation's here. Yeah, and, and again, uh, we'll, we'll work on on some things. I just got a text from Ramon. Uh, my mic, mic's sounding a little off. We may switch mics here uh, in, in just a minute. But it's live radio, so we will go on. The The funny thing is, this is, this is such a huge problem yeah it almost sounds like it's not my mic isn't on so it's such a huge problem with what's happening because of the fact that we've got this terrible inflation and i don't care where you live it's everywhere right it's global it 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 used to be that things would things would affect small countries third world countries Argentina, right, uh, Peru, uh, some country in Africa or Asia that most people couldn't pick out on a map. Uh, but now this is absolutely destroying what we are calling developed nations. And, Jason, I think that's new. This is totally new now. We're And, and again, maybe with this digital currency, we're deciding, hey, guess what? We don't need a euro, as an example. Right, right. And a lot of people have said, you know, the euro, for, for since its inception, a lot of really, really smart people said, hey, this is just a placeholder. Because really what happened was 
Italy and Spain and, and all these countries, they were insolvent. They created the euro to buy time. Right. That's what most people don't understand. It, it creates a bigger a bigger player if you combine them all together. Right. Instead of right. smaller players. Smaller players. Globalization. Right. Well, a lot of people, even with the experience, you know, I don't even know, what is there, 20-some countries now in this thing? I mean, it's... Right. It, and, and you add all of them up to get to the U.S. size, you know, to, to compete with China in the U.S. as far as GDP. The, the question really is, do we need a British pound? Do we need a euro? Do we need a Japanese yen? Because it looks like, it to me anyway, it looks like they're being dealt out, doesn't it? Sometimes it doesn't seem like there isn't any difference in the uh, the, the currencies. They just uh, revalue against each other simply just for currency uh, investors. But, Joe, it, sometimes it feels like there really isn't any difference between all these different currencies. Yeah. I. And, again, I'm just looking at it from my, my – they, they trade evenly every day. Right. Yeah, they trade back they, and they forth. They give this fake value. Hey, it's worth something. I mean, how could the Japanese yen really be worth anything? I mean, think about it. During World War II, we weren't trading uh, – with Reichmarks or, or with, with the yen. Right. Those weren't trading. Those we were, weren't trading. Because we were so-called enemies, right? Right. But now they, it doesn't matter. You know, we're still, still trading with rubles. They're supposed to be the enemy, but they're still, they're still they're, trading they're, rubles. They're still trading rubles. They're, they're trading Chinese renminbi's. Was so there really a difference? It's just, it's just a duck by another name sort of thing. It's, 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 it, it's just, you know, hey, there's less interest in the pound sterling. So when you have those, it's worth less, right? But you're right. Maybe getting rid of some of these and just making it a one-world currency is, is uh, I guess, the ultimate plan, uh, the digital currency. But here's my point. What happens to all that debt? Somebody will have to buy it. Somebody, somebody will have to take it on. Well, <laughs> does somebody have to buy it? Or does somebody just need to take it? Yeah. Right? Which is what I mean by that. And remember how Dodd-Frank has written. Hey, we're just going to take the money that's in the bank. That's right. Uh, J.P. Morgan. New latest update on Credit Suisse. This is another problem that won't go away. They're now saying, hey, okay, they're not Lehman Brothers yet. But it looks like, and again, my guess is J.P. Morgan gave them every benefit. That they're, they're light $8 billion. And, and a lot of people think about this. This is a bank with credit default swaps. And I don't have the exact number, but it's in the twenty trillion range. They're not a they're not a JP Morgan. They're, they're not at sixty trillion. Okay, but they're a twenty, thirty trillion dollar derivatives and eight billion dollars is putting them on the brink of insolvency. This is how ridiculous the foundation of this house of cards is. J.P. Morgan could not take, as an example, a $20 billion loss. They couldn't do it. They'd be insolvent. Yep. Right? And yep. yet, yep. somehow they're allowed to hold $60 trillion in derivatives. Does anybody else see a problem with that? It's called fractional reserve lending. You get to, get to loan out nine, uh, 90% of uh, more than what you actually have in deposits. You know, you, you can just ma- people don't understand the big banks actually print their own money. You know, once a deposit comes in, they get to print, you know, for $10, uh, $10 billion, they get to print another $90 billion and loan that out to somebody else. 
So, so Joe, I guess under that under that system, I guess it makes some sense, doesn't it? Lehman Brothers was leveraged three hundred thirty-three to one instead of nine to one. They were leveraged three hundred thirty-three to one. I think that's why uh, when the musical chairs game was happening in two thousand eight, I think that's why they were chosen out. They were a little greedier than the other guys. Well, and and again, I'll, I'll just bring this point up: the things that these pension funds, your four hundred one ks. Uh, your IRAs, these investment houses, these hedge funds. The things that they did that they thought were normal, that they thought were safe. Hey, we this is how we hedge ourselves, right? So so they, they make, listen, they got lots of money, right? These pension funds have billions, tens, and some of them hundreds of, of billions of dollars. And they, they're they not idiots, right? They, they've got really smart people that say, okay, listen, we're going to short the British pound, but we're going to go long the treasuries, and we're going to hedge that with, with whatever it may be. Things that they've done for decades. And now, all of a sudden, because of... Of the lack of liquidity because there's so much debt now. These markets aren't functioning normally. And now these normal hedges are turning up to be disastrous minefields. And the question is, who's going to step on one? We'll be back after the break. We're back here. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason. Uh, we're both up here in Colorado uh, yesterday we had a nothing we did, uh, just the transformers in the alley just decided to explode one after another. Uh, so we're we're putting things back together here, uh, working on a few things uh, in in studio. Uh, but the show must go on. A couple of things just breaking: uh, the Dow, which was down, uh, up a little bit on inflation expectations. This is another piece of garbage report. Oh, we call people and they think inflation is going to come down, right? So, oh, okay, fine. Uh, gold's up a few bucks on it as well. Uh, OPEC, uh, the Biden administration, and I figured this was coming. Uh, I don't know that they're actually going to do it, but they want to get to the midterms, right? They need to get through these elections. So today, uh, they're making it clear that, that they have all tools on the table. No, they don't. And this is the Biden administration. Right now, this is how idiotic it all is. We could be the world's largest oil exporter if we wanted to be. I mean, we could. Yeah. I mean, and think about this. Oil field jobs, those are good jobs. They pay. Now, it's hard work. Let's not, let's not kid ourselves. It's a hard job, but it pays big bucks. And we drill, baby drill. That is not on the table. Instead, they're saying that they may keep releasing oil out of the reserve. Listen, as it is right now, what they've already committed to for the next couple of weeks, plus they, last week they announced, oh, we're going to release another 10 million. By the way, they were already going to do that. Don't, don't be fooled. I had reports going back a month ago that they were going to release this last 10 million, uh, anyway. But do you know? That that puts the reserve at a 20-day supply. In other words, what it means is, hey, if all of a sudden uh, no oil was being pumped, 
there's 20 days worth of oil in the strategic reserve, really the lowest since they started filling the thing. And and now, as I told you already, at the pace we're going, there'll be no oil in there by September. Yeah, I think they're going to... uh... I think they're going to fill that reserve up after November. That's me. I just we talked about this the other day. I think they're going to fill that reserve up after the election, and then that those energy prices, those high gas prices, will be compounded going into the uh, the the depth of winter, Joe. Yeah, we'll see what they do. There's no listen. The answer is so simple, but let's not do the simple answer, right? No, no, no. Come on. Wait a minute. No, that would actually fix the problem. It's kind of like our health care. Listen, we don't we. We don't want to cure you, right? We just want to allow you to function every day, right? We don't want to come up with the actual cure. Hey, us pumping oil, natural, we got so much natural. It's so ridiculous how much natural gas we have. Like, all of Appalachia is one giant gas field, apparently. Uh, but yet, no, we don't want that stuff. That, that solution isn't on the table. And the, here's the realities. They know how ridiculous it is. They don't want cheap energy because cheap energy would what? Allow us to stay in the standard of living we're accustomed to. And they've decided that standard of living makes us too rebellious. I mean, let's face it. You may not get a vaccine when we tell you. How dare you? That's exactly That's exactly right. That's how exactly dare you? Right. You know, it affects everything, every single thing else that we look at on a day-to-day life: our food, uh, transportation, communication. Listen, business. they got us by t- you know, take your shoes and your belts off at the airport, oh, get your body scanned, right? They they got us on that one for the the sh- remember the shoe bomber. That that well, we got to do. We got to scan everybody, and we all want we we're all idiots. Yep, we were all idiots. Right, remember the back of the day, you just walk in, take your kid to the gate, right? All that stuff, and no, nope, all that's gone. We gotta do all this stuff, and 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 again, I think they know what's coming next. And I'll give you a great example. PayPal is a great example. PayPal came out, and they do this like I don't even know. It feels like every six weeks, because the radio station we have a PayPal account. Yep. Right, you can donate and do things like we've got uh, uh, Keith Lilly, right? Uh, does a great show on Saturdays, right? He, he, you know, he gets he gets it paid for through donations, and uh, Rick Rodriguez gets paid for through that. You can go onto our website and and hit our PayPal account and, and donate to some of those uh, religious type shows or whatever it may be. Well, every I don't, it feels like every six weeks I get an email. Oh, we changed our terms of, of yeah. agreement. We changed our terms of agreement. It's amazing how they're all just allowed to just change. And, and, you, and by the way, if you don't agree, you're out. Right? Yeah. There's no grandfathering. You're like, well, I, I wait a minute. I agreed to this, but once they have you, they have you. So their latest one, they were going to fine. Listen to this. I saw this. Fine people for. Misinformation. Another way, really, what they meant. Now, there wasn't a definition. Well, what it, what, what, what constitute that? Well, whatever you put that we don't agree with, we can fine you twenty five hundred dollars per per disagreement. Right? Just take it out of your PayPal. Twenty five hundred dollar fine. Yeah. Twenty five hundred dollar fine. Now, 
today, because people freaked out, including the original, by, by the way, Elon Musk, one of the original guys for PayPal, were like, this is ridiculous. You know, it, basically, it's censorship. Censorship of free speech is really what it's all about. Today, PayPal, oh, no, no, that was a mistake. No, oh, no, we didn't mean to put that in there. I don't know how, who, how did that get in there? I saw that yesterday. My mom and I were looking at it, and PayPal said, no, 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 that story about $2,500 fines, that's, that's misinformation. <laughs> that's what they well, said. The, the, it's the, a the fake bottom story. line is did, it wasn't a fake story. No, it wasn't. It wasn't fake at all. It was in there. And here's the sad part. Did they find themselves $2,500? I, I don't know. <laughs> you know, it should be, if they sent that to every one of their accounts, it should be $2,500. Right, that's what I'm saying, right? Time. I mean, you know. But but again, what, uh, but the point being is it's about control. Jason has said this forever, and I he he doesn't express it the right way, in my opinion. I don't explain. I'm not very right. good at explaining. Right. It's, it's all fake. You know, it's all fake. What he means by that, listen, nobody, we should be paying a dollar a hill. Yeah. And that's just for taxes, really. We we can we have that much oil. We have that much natural gas. Uh, your power bill should be like a hundred bucks, fifty bucks if you're in an apartment, right? But it's not. Heck, right? heck it's a modern society. They should be able to just to pipe it straight to the gas station. You know, and, <laughs> think and, about that. And, and, and the realities are, they know. Hey, if we make it expensive enough. More people become so dependent upon us. They'll do whatever they we tell them to do. Period. Because they they live paycheck to paycheck. That's the that's the new American dream. Paycheck to paycheck. We'll talk about that next. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News. Our Joe and Jason this morning. Gold's up ten on the uh, New York Fed. Hey, we talked to a bunch of people. We called some people. They think inflation's going to go down. Of course, that same report also said, oh, by the way, we're out of money. So uh, I guess maybe <laughs> they better, maybe you need to hope that way. But gold's up 10, 1680. The best price on 20s, I think one day, one day earlier this year, uh, when gold first fell below 1700, I think one day we got to 2050. I think. I think we did. I think, and I think it literally lasted one day. Uh, because gold, I think gold got to 1640. So right now gold 1680, uh, $20 gold piece 2075. So we, we've been 2095. That's about as low as they've been getting 2075. The problem was gold was down three or four bucks. Uh, now it's up 10, but I'm going to hold that price. 2075 at 800. Nine five one zero five nine two. The Dow's up a couple hundred points. Right there, it's all about rate hikes, and the reason being is because they knew they've known for a while. Hey, three percent's about the max. Anything after that stuff starts breaking, and now we're going to see four. I think we're going to see five, uh, and, and really why it is, you know, when you got guys like Jamie Dimon, when Jamie Dimon's warning about recession, he's not warning about, oh, hey, we had, you know, this little quick one. That's not what he's talking about. He's not talking about some little quick one. No, what he's talking about is, man, we got we got 
a big problem now. And he's talking about financially, too. He's not talking about, he, listen, they already, and I've already told you, listen, the Fed's, their, their dream scenario is between one, between one and two million people get fired. That's what they're hoping for. That's what they need. Right. Yeah. The problem is I think it's going to be about four or five, six million people. They spin all these narratives as, uh, as to why they have to do the things they do, and now they've spun themselves into this corner to, well, they have to see certain numbers to make so-called intelligent decisions, Joe. And I just wait for that CPI on Thursday. I just I just feel like if it's 9.1, that they're going to go a full point. I just I can't, well, can you imagine what they're going to do if they have to go full point. I, I, I just don't know what it's going to be. I, I still think I think it's going to be around eight. Obviously, if Jason, if it's a nine. I think nine one. I'm thinking nine one. <laughs> if it's a nine, oh boy, yeah. The your your four hundred one ks are in for a bad bad day uh, if it's that high. Um, but again, going back to what we we're talking about before the break, they love paycheck to paycheck. That's their dream scenario, right. which means, and people don't really understand this. They tell you, oh, you save, save, save. No. That's really not what they want. What they want is get a 401k because that's Wall Street. That's debt. We'll call that savings. It's not. By the way, since what, 2000, what was the bottom of Wall Street? Was it 2011? Yeah, something 2011, like 2010, 2010, so, Something like that. They hit, the Dow hit 6,700. Yep. Went to 37,000. Man, we should have, I don't even know, all of you that were 50 are now approaching 63, right? 62, 63. You should all be having million-dollar 401Ks. Yeah. But you don't. But you don't. Matter of fact, do you know that it's ridiculous? 75% of all 401Ks have less than 100000 And the sad part is... The biggest portion of that seventy five percent, like over fifty percent of it, has less than ten. Yeah, that is like a six fold up in the market, so they should yeah. have six fold money. Right. And it's not a million right near it. Right. But you don't. Yeah, your hundred thousand should be six hundred thousand. Should be six hundred thousand. But it's not. And and, and and the realities are that's what they like because you're putting it into their debt system. Here's what they don't like. You actually saving. They don't like it when you have money left over in the bank. Matter of fact, they hate all of you listening that have a hundred, two hundred. Some of you guys are really dumb and have three, four, five, six million dollars in your bank account. You're just asking them for them to take it. But they don't they hate that. That's why they brought rates to zero. They wanted you to spend it. Hey, go buy another house. Yep. Right? Go buy something. Go on vacation. Whatever. Digital currency is the ultimate control over savings. That's that's what they, they really want. But when you're paycheck to paycheck, you're yeah. that's their sweet spot. Yeah, that's control. You've made, yeah, you've spent all your money. At the end of the month, I mean, man, when you've got to get a new pair of tires, that hurts. Right? Yep. When, when all of a sudden, oh, so-and-so got sick or broke their arm. It hurts. It, 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 it's a lot. 
it's where the mafia learned their games. They learned it from the central banks. You know, they, we talk about the mafia in, in Chicago. They learned this from the banks where they wanted a little piece of everything. Remember, the, you, know, you see the movies, the guys who goes to the hot dog cart, hey, where's my piece? Goes to the next business, where's our piece? Because we own this town, right? That's, that's what Joe's talking about. They wanted your savings to be something they can take a piece of, like right. everything else. And, and again, why? Because you'll do what we say that way. Yep. This is what it proves. Because you can't afford to lose your job. And here's the best part, really. Their, their dream job, their dream, both of you are working. And you're living paycheck to paycheck. That's what they love because now you're 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 truly enslaved at that point. They hate savings. Don't be fooled. And guess what? If you don't have that savings, and I'm talking about gold and silver and money where they can't get to it, you're going to pay. And if you do, you're going to be okay. It's just that simple. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Final segment here, 800-951-0592, as we all wait for Thursday. Uh, $20 gold pieces, 2075 Gold is up 11 uh, right now, 1681 on uh, a report from the New York Fed that inflation expectations, according to whoever they called, I don't know, some survey, uh, is, is lowering. Uh, and at the same time, uh, people are out of money. So uh, th- there you have it. That's what led to this. Uh, gold's up 11 $20 gold. Uh, 2075 at 800-951-0592. And I think we're going to start hearing a lot of this next one. Uh, Alex Mooney, he's uh, in the U.S. House from Wyoming, has introduced H.R. 9157, which is to go back on to the gold standard, the Gold Standard Restoration Act, uh, as inflation is once again uh, out out of control. But this is, again, he gets it. This guy gets it. This is what fiat money is supposed to do. Listen, this is exactly what it's supposed to do. Devalue itself until eventually it devalues itself to the point it's worthless. That's what's happening. It's interesting, Joe, because I don't think that's going to ever pass, at least not no, right now. No, of course it won't pass now. But... but if there is a, 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 an economic reset, so to speak, and they decide to pin, you know, let's just say price freezing, because they, they would, they could, they could put the dollar to gold and the, and the yen to gold and all the other currencies, they could essentially say, oh, this, this is how we're going to get our price freezing, Joe. This is how we're going to fix prices uh, by using gold as sort of their, their, the guy that takes the ball to hand off to the next player, which is, you know, the new system. But then what would happen after that? You know what I mean, Joe? If you freeze prices in today's market by saying, well, it's gold, then who gets blamed for market chaos afterwards? Gold would get blamed for the, for the well, chaos afterwards. I think we're in chaos now. We just uh, we do a good job of hiding it. We'll see how long, how much longer they have. Uh, I always pay attention to Jamie Dimon. I don't like him. Uh, I despise uh, a lot of what he stands for, because really uh, what he stands for is exactly what we just described, this paycheck-to-paycheck paycheck scenario. And if you're on the other side of that, hey, well, the vast majority of you get forced to live paycheck-to-paycheck, paycheck, and somehow we're going to call that middle class. 
right? I get to be a billionaire uh, off of you for doing it. Uh, credit card rates hit a new all-time record high. How's, how can credit card rates be higher than when uh, Paul Volcker was crushing inflation? Yet it is, right? This is the great big scam. Yeah. Uh, by the way, credit card balances. It was the one thing, the one debt that wasn't under a trillion, uh, almost $1.2 trillion now. Uh, it's just out of control. People are adding 20 and $30 billion a month to credit cards. Uh, it, it's that cycle that just doesn't seemingly want to end. Uh, but again, I want to highlight this. This is not should not surprise anybody. But again, they've got you dumbed down. Because even the guys on TV, they know. Read a book. Yeah. yeah. Right? Read a book. Right? It, it, they've written about it. A billion times. Listen, fiat money is going to go to zero. Why? Well, because we create it all out of thin air and eventually we create too much and, and, and it implodes upon itself. And all as they did uh, with Dodd-Frank was make sure you and I have to take the biggest bite. If you want to lessen your bite, have more of your money in gold. It's just that simple. $20 gold. 2075 at 800-951-0592. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.